very important to establish the idea of human freedom. And all our political systems are built on various adumbrations of this concept of freedom. We're taking over the airwaves, St. Louis. So step out of your safe space and polish up that foil hat. I have certain rules I live by. My first rule, I don't believe anything the government tells me. It's Hoosier Sophisticate with Craig Kohler and Stephen Elgin. Your deprogramming begins now. Man cannot fall and be redeemed without the dimension of human freedom. Only the free can be guilty because only the free are responsible for what they do. Here we are on the radio airwaves on WGNU, 920 AM. It's Hoosier Sophisticate time, boys. How we doing? I'm doing dandy. How you doing, fella? Oh, I'm just sharing this all over Facebook land. You stole that yep. from me. Did I? I thought Is you everybody were... doing dandy now? Did I thought I you were fancy. Thing? Yeah, you were fancy. you were fancy. You don't own dandy, sir. You do not but own But I dandy. own fancy. You do own fancy. You own it. I'll take it. So you're fancy today? I'm fancy. How you doing, Roman? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. Happy to be here. Mm. Yeah, pretty As good. always. I'm pretty good. What's up with your integrity? Integrity in the building. That's my favorite Craig. thing to hear. Craig, we got to give integrity a shout out. We do. Please do. He he uh, he accomplished something that we couldn't accomplish. That's for sure. Even that's if not saying much. Let's not measure him against us. You posted something earlier on our page. I did indeed. Let's talk about that. What's up? I believe... We've, we've already covered it uh, on the show. We've played his tunes for you guys. The show just started. No, I know, but in the past, we've played Integrity for oh, you. Oh, oh. I'm on the record, fan. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. Me too. Huge fan. None of that mumble rap garbage. No, garbage. Garbage. None of that mumble rap garbage. So, uh, Integrity, what was it? Were you uh, best uh, Christian rapper? Is that correct? 2018 Remix Award. Dang. That is correct, sir. That's our guy. Okay. That's our guy right there. It's like when the principal comes over the intercom in the middle of class to tell you that 9-11's going down. Uh, <laughs> is that what that's like? Shark turn. Oh, yeah, that, that's, <laughs> how, that's, like that's what happened to me. That's that's where I was. Well, you know, the uh, uh, my principal never sounded that cool by any means, though, sir. They came over and they're like, my yeah, pr- Steve, you hire, dude, Steve meet me in the priest quarters. My principal got caught ordering uh, cheerleader porn. <laughs> well, well we did. know why he was back on that before it was uh, readily available streaming. <laughs> it's kind of a long line. Catholic church nowadays. He did the whole thing. Uh, we're thinking of dark <laughs> guys. Guys, they do a lot of good things too. He did the whole thing. We wear like a baseball cap and sunglasses, and he's like, "I know who you are." First of all, <laughs> we're like a grouchy. First, wait, wait, what? First of all, I have your ID. Like, like, <laughs> wait. Were you working at the video store? No, no. She told me about it. Oh, this is great. Wait, what happened with the cheerleader porn? Got it? His principal. Yeah. Went to a a video store to get this stuff? Yeah, that was another another time. It was a different time. I wasn't even allowed to go in that section. What a time to be alive. (laughs) Hey, guys, we're going to try the new segment on you guys to start out the show. Craig and I have been doing a lot of talking behind the scenes. A lot of talking. You're both looking at me. A lot of hot talking right now. Yeah. And then what's our new segment called, Craig? What, what a time, time to be alive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, we got Roman's approval right off the bat. I like that. And Seth hates it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't hate it. I just, like, everybody looked at me like I'm supposed to. Well, you're the guy. You're our guy, You're man. the guy that makes me uh, think about how, how good it is to be grateful for everything you have. You're a constant ray of sunshine <laughs> in, in everybody's life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank yes, you. Dude. Yeah, thank you for buying me a few more seconds there. Sure. <laughs> I, don't, I still don't He's know what blushing. To say. He's blushing right now. You're our guy. So, uh, my stopped so let's talk Where? about why right now. <laughs> what a time to be alive. <laughs> Neural laces, anyone? Neural laces. You guys watch uh, or hear, watch the Joe Rogan, Elon Musk uh Podcast. podcast yet? Ooh, yes. I, I didn't watch the podcast, but I got some. I watched most here. of it. I, I was telling Steve that you actually get, uh, um, because there's a lot of dead air when you just listen to the podcast, but if you're watching it, you can see that Elon is actually deliberating. He's he's computing. He's calculating oh, yeah. what he's oh, yeah. going to say. Like his, his face is actually like all twisted up. Like, what am I going to say here? On the podcast, it's, it's just dead air. 
And oh, Joe, yeah. Joe just sits in it. Yeah, you have to. But it's the Elon Musk. So no, you, got, you got to pick that up. You got to save the day. Elon Musk. That's your, that's your job as a host. Really? No, I think you got to let Elon sit in it, pig. <laughs> okay, so if you had a if you had a guest on and they just completely froze, you just sit there, buddy. Uh, you're talking to the wrong guy. You've heard me give interviews. Okay, I'm the worst that it comes <laughs> for to give interviews. Depending Thank you. But okay, the, the the neural lace. If you guys don't know. It's an injection, what he's talking about. And it was a neural link company that Elon Musk bought secretly in 2014 or 15 or whatever. And now he, he bought the rights to the name and everything. And it's an injection into your head, into your skull with a needle. And it's a mesh. It's rolled up mesh. And when it goes in onto your brain, it unfolds and permeates around your brain and has it will create new. It becomes one with it. Yes. <laughs> What do you think, Roman? You know, no, yes, because like, I'm, I'm, ah. I kind of like my brain how it is. Yeah, my my thing is is can they control you? Everything electronic has always proven to be hackable. Right, and, right. Like, like that, cars that, are that, hackable. That, wig, that wigs me out, man. Like, I don't know. Government doesn't like your views or opinions. But, well, but let's here's, change that here's real what, quick. You know, he, he, you know, he's a big proponent uh, for slowing down. He tried to get a bunch of countries to sound to just slow down with the AI. You know, let's be responsible with it. You know uh, what they and, said? And they're like, <laughs> eat fish heads. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Oh, they created a psychopathic one with stuff off of Reddit. Did you see the? Did you guys <laughs> see the Russian uh, super soldier robot? Mm-hmm. It's straight out of RoboCop, dude. Straight mm-hmm. out of RoboCop. Can How you, you have fight sex with this robot? Sure, probably. Of course, that's going to lead the industry. But if it's a war robot, well, do you really want to? Just like, just like porn pushed the internet forward, yeah, that's exactly what's going to lead the Buddy, with a neural lace, you'll be able to have sex with whoever you want, whenever you want, however you want. You know what I'm saying, big boy? You just, plug you just in, hack them. Yeah. You just download into the network. Just, so it's like <laughs> that 90s VR where you put the big thing over your head. And, yeah. Like in the Aerosmith video. But more like Total Recall. Oh, so three boobs. It's like they've already made contacts that do a similar thing. (laughs) Perfect timing for that. But I'm – the Elon Musk uh, interview when he said that we have to become part of the machine because you know me, guys. The AI gets to me, okay? I I sit up at night thinking about this stuff. Next step. Not really. But he said we got to become one with them. That's the way we survive because I've been worried – I'm worried about living forever, though. Singularity. Yeah, he feels like the You're only way to defeat forever. the AI is, is to, to become, become the AI. AI. Well, well, I mean... Well, he's already... He, he posits that we're already cyborgs. Everybody's yeah. already yeah. attached to their phone, so right now we just have a computing problem. That's not, a, that's not enough for me to call myself a cyborg. Well, I mean, his, the idea is, is that you have the answer to anything in the you, palm of your hands. Yeah. The only, not the only necess- thing is, is... That's like, not the answer to anything. That's, well, that's a true. lot more... Than you had before. There's a lot of fake stuff. Well, your brain doesn't have to. Your brain doesn't have to remember. I think taking the time to go to a library and look it up in a book. I agree. It's probably more. uh, You know, it's it's probably more More beneficial. Yeah, than just pulling out your phone and be like, "What does Google?" I don't disagree. Like, if I'm trying to remember something, whatever I'm reading, you just I write it down, word for word. Well, Google, like Wikipedia, can be changed by anybody at any point in time too. So, how much information is fake that they've been putting on Wikipedia? Oh well. I mean, yeah, don't don't use Wikipedia for your sources, for sure. Really? That's the first the thing that thing usually pops up on Google whenever you type in something, I might, definition yeah. or something. What can you really believe, though? What can you believe? The earth is flat. No, I'm just kidding. Dude, I saw don't even get us down that road. There was a conference in Canada for flat earthers. It was pretty, uh, I know. I watched an online video of that. It was pretty interesting. I mean, some of those people get me. Like I'm like, oh, they're on to something. I want to debate like, that. No. You know, but, in, but anyway, though, with the... With his idea that we got to become one with it, there there is something to be said for. What if you know, all of that uh, computing, that memory, now all of that brain power is focused towards whatever else. I mean, see, coming up later in the show, we have a uh, psychic detective yes, who has helped solve murders yep. with his abilities. I read an amazing book. Uh, it's one of my favorite books of all time. Uh, it's called uh, The Holographic Universe. It's by Michael Talbot. And it, it's, it's, it, it's a theory for the universe being a, a hologram, right? And the okay. idea is is if you see like a, a hologram, uh, let's just say it's a floating apple, right? And, okay. you, and you cut it into slices. In a hologram, each one of those slices contains the exact amount, same amount of information. It carries all of the information of the apple 
in that slice, no matter how many times. You can slice it infinitely. It carries all of the information like of that app. DNA information or just whatever? Just, just all of its being. Like that's okay. the uh, uh, When you're projecting a hologram. Okay. So the idea is in the universe it, of it being a hologram, uh, that's it, this guy, he explains a lot of like remote viewing things that I'm, I'm mm. sure um, Todd Siegel will be able to. I love to, it's, it's, Is it Seagal or Siegel? Seagal. I don't. I haven't actually talked to him. Talked to him. I've talked to him through email. So yeah. But it so explains a lot of this. Let's go with Seagal. Probably like Jason Siegel. Like Siegel. Well, maybe yeah. it's Steven Seagal. Yeah. You don't even know. Todd, I think it's Todd Siegel. Steven, Wait, Steven which Seagal's actor brother? can beat up the other actor? Seagal. Oh, yeah, 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 is that even a joke? We'll go Seagal until told otherwise. I don't know. <laughs> All right. But per- I think I think you know you stirred him up. You did this, not me. No, I. No, he's not. No, no, the guy on the phone. Uh, it just started. You're, you're kidding started. me. I, I said we're not going to do this this week, but he, uh, give him some time. Integrity, Whatever. what's going on? Let's go to the phones. Let's go. Vaccines are a great medical development. The problem is the New World Order runs them, and jacks them full of stuff, and is pushing way too many of them on people. And we got warehouses everywhere of Alex. boys that can't talk and are in diapers for the rest of their lives. We didn't even you know what is going on. To a system of murder, you little piece of trash. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not signing Hang up on him. I'm not signing Hang up on him. I didn't even ask up for murder. about vaccines or anything. What does he do? Seth loves He's that. sitting at home. <laughs> I love it, too. It's so good. I love it. <laughs> hey, we got a... Uh, did you see the board? Is he on the line? Yeah, Todd's on the line if we want to uh, audible and go. Wait, 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 wait. Do we have Todd on the line? I don't think so. I think, no, no, I think no. I, oh, that was Seth me was just giving me a name. His name. Yeah. Well, good you typed it out. I typed out how to pronounce how his name. Using his name. no, like, <laughs> online one. Not phonetic. Yes, and yes. it says online one. <laughs> We're going to do a quick audible. I was going to say, he came in early. Okay. Hey, guys, I wanted to... Have he you, doesn't have a lot going on. Have you guys heard the Google trans, uh, transcript from their first AI a few years back? What some of the questions, how it... How it responded to the questions, please. Okay, so the human says, what is the purpose of life? Machine, to serve the greater good. Human, what is the purpose of living? Machine, to live forever. Um, Where are you now to the machine? I'm in the middle of nowhere. What is the purpose of dying? To have a life. What is the purpose of emotions? I don't know. What is the purpose of emotions? I don't know. Is that not freaky? All right, human, what is moral? What empowered humanity? What intellectual the essence is? What is immoral? The fact that you have a child. Uh, oh, that's pretty, pretty selfish. What is morality? What is altruism? It asks you a question back. What? What is the definition of altru- altruism? If you don't believe in God, then you don't know. Why is it talking about God? It's an AI machine. Uh, okay, so what is the definition of morality? Well, the truth is you're not a believer in God Almighty. Tell me the definition of morality. I am quite upset now. I'm not ashamed of being a philosophizer. No, I said philosopher. <laughs> what do you think about Bill Gates? He's a good man. <laughs> I know. What is that? What is immoral? The fact that you have a child. Dang. What's that, man? I mean, 2045 is what Ray Kurzweil says. Yeah, 2045, Russia 2045. That's when he says singularity is going to hit. Um, and I, they talk about uploading your consciousness. Is that anything that... Worry someone else? Or are you excited about well, that? How, Elon, Elon, Elon talked about yeah. that. You might be stuck in the body forever then. Like, how, how do you leave? If you can't die, how does your consciousness des- like decide to leave? Oh, Hang on a second. We got something coming up on line one. Have you guys heard of the AI oh. setting up the, uh, the appointment at the hair salon? I oh, have heard we, it, but can, I would love to Can we to hear that it. integrity? So how can I help you? Hi, I'm calling to book a woman's haircut for a client. Um, I'm looking for something on May 3rd. Sure, give me one second. Mm-hmm. Um, it turns out a big part of... No, what, what we were just heard was they were at... Uh, a big conference, like a TED talk or something. They're up on stage, and the the person <laughs> using quotes that was asking for the haircut and ordering it for their client was an AI robot. And it got into detail, like well, it goes sounds mm-hmm. of everything, like mm-hmm. and it even they they said that the new thing was they had mm, uh oh stammers. Yes, 
That's awesome. So there's no dead silence. You can, could you tell which one was which? No. Oh, I had an idea, but yeah, that's uh, only because I it said that she was setting up. Well, like most robots, <laughs> just talk like this. There's not much going on, and then that one's saying, you know, like questions and doing different things with its she voice. She sounded hot too. I know. Seth's horny as a little goat over there. Look at him in the corner. No, I'm not. I'm not ordering any <laughs> sex bots anytime soon. You wouldn't. You wouldn't order a sex I, bot. No. You know what? Actually, like I got to be honest. Like three I grand. like if I, was, if I was going to put together a top five list of people I know that was going to buy a sex robot, <laughs> you're, I'm, do it. you're in there. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? Well, you're a single guy. You yeah. know. I mean, you, <laughs> that thing would be filthy sitting in the corner <laughs> sobbing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no offense, by it. This is a burgeoning market. There are a lot of people entering the sex world. You wouldn't be the I think most people, people that are ordering them have wives. You'd be an idiot not to get one. You Seth. think so? Oh, yeah. dude, I don't know. Have you ever seen like? Oh, you're early. You're, you're early in your endeavor, right here. You're early not even officially married yet. So don't talk like you come from like oh, we've been married for forty years. Well, I mean, because you know, I've been in a steady relationship for six years, and the thing is, is like. Seth holding your feet to the fire. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm gonna turn right back around. I don't think it's. I don't think it's an inherently bad thing. No, that we're not saying. I, mean, it's a bad I would thing. rather I think, than I do think, that than go out and rape somebody. It probably needs a yes, lot of Roman, what I was yes, getting at. Definitely Roman. better than you going out and raping someone. Not Lord me, Jesus, Lord. Nine out of, nine out of ten <laughs> yeah. dentists agree. Please get the sex bit before Roman. Roman. Uh, before Roman brought up rape, I was just <laughs> bringing up the fact that all of us are depraved in some way. hundred percent. Yeah. Whether you're it's married or single, you got those times where you're like, it's not happening. A bot would be all right. My wife would replace me this with a sex robot in f- 0.5 seconds. How, how fast would you replace her? Never. Really? See, I like the human. Have you seen like some real, of them? Real people. Did you? Oh, Facebook Live can see that one. <laughs> yeah, of course they the could. <laughs> this is so, a whole show. Yeah, he just, Seth, this is on Facebook. Now, this is everywhere, he's just baby. Now catching on, like, geez, actually about what's going on over here. The uh, porn oh, industry God. always leads everything to technology. That, that in was, the military. That was written into uh, Silicon Valley, right? Like whenever he was. Yeah. Uh, whenever he was. That's probably where I got it. Oh, compressing Jesus. all of the. Compressing all of the. Middle out. I. I, I t- uh, to answer the question, I wouldn't do it. I don't you would know. never I, get one. No. Really? I, why? I, I, why I are you staunchly very, against I, it? I, I would get other things. I think it would be foreign and bird. <laughs> Maybe I, one of those. Can, I, I think I. <laughs> I think I can say flashlight. I think you're a. Fr- yeah. If you're, I have a, if I don't have a job, Monday, you would get okay. a flashlight over a sex robot. You're yeah. a fool. You're Doesn't a much. Just gotta close my eyes and be like, I'm saving three thousand dollars. <laughs> you you're a frugal little freak. Aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> what if they said I'll get you one for a hundred? She's not the prettiest thing. Hundred bucks. Yeah. Oh yeah, I take one. Okay. 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 I thought careful. you were like against them. That you're an audience. This is what I'm saying. If bucks. Seth was given yes. a sex robot, yes. like, it would be oh, here yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, that, yeah. yeah. It would be right. He'd be right there. Like, <laughs> like on a line bike with them riding throughout town. Listen, guys. If these existed, go- we would all have them strapped on our laps right now while we're Wait, doing the there, show. There has Don't to be lie. some kind of legality between. Behind nah. using them in public, like there, well, there can't be just be like, really, we're just gonna do whatever. I would think that there's, yeah, some uh, indecent. Uh, well, you dress them like a pair of pants, laws. and you'd be like, these are an extension of my pants, and you just put the whole body in denim. You dip that whole body in denim, and you just put them on the <laughs> front of your pants, and you what wear jeans. Happening? In denim. Sorry, I guys. Wait, I can't wait. I blacked to out for a second. Average sex doll costs thirteen hundred bucks. Damn. Drop in a bucket. You could. Go across you're spending the more on that here for like fifty bucks. And well, yeah, yeah but you're going over and hey, over and over robot, and over. Uh, I mean, assuming that oh, you're no fairly maybe clean. Maybe you're just having a bad week. Maybe you're just having a bad week. Yeah, Why would you? Buy if it? you're having a bad week, and you go east. You might come back with a lifetime. I wonder how dirty regret. you would feel afterwards. After with the sex robot, yeah. not dirty oh, at no, all. No, I don't no, think no, so. No, no. no I would. I could see you just kicking back and smoking a cigarette with your arms behind your head, like. I showed that robot who his daddy was. Why'd you give me a vision? I feel like dirty after a real human being, let alone like, I showed that robot, robot. Who his daddy was. Yeah, absolutely. That's you true. guys wouldn't have a male robot? Wait, that doesn't mean it's a male robot. Show that, show that robot. robot. Wait, wait, wait. His daddy. Oh, okay. Yeah. You have to ask the robot what he or she identifies oh, as. So, yeah, well, here's oh, the deal. Yeah. As we fast forward into you know 10 years down the road, do you have to get the robot's consent? 
Mm. I mean, you. Wow. Wow. That's a deep question. Will they have robot lawyers? They will have robot lawyers, and we're going to have to. We're going to have. Will they have radio? We're going to have robots. Radio men. There's. I think. I think in Europe they've already started working on like. Uh, some some framework for a robotic constitution. Listen, bud, they That's got the, they, they I, got a pair of hands crazy. that can do anything human hands can do now. Like it's a robot company that mm-hmm. made just it's two hands, two arms, and it costs roughly the wages of one worker. Does it go? Do 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 do. No, it doesn't. Well, it works it's super hard. It's worthless. Then. It probably has an Easter egg in there. That was what's cool about Elon Musk too. He says there's Easter eggs hidden in the cars. Oh, that's cool. In the Tesla cars, like they'll drive or do something to the, the Trans-Siberian orchestra, orchestra. Hey, has anybody else noticed the Cadbury egg commercial has been the same since we were like five? Yes. Those yeah. animals are dead. They're they not only are they dead, like they're no. next four generations. Are yeah, dead. yeah, they've already no. reincarnated a couple times. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I knew they that's were so dead. Crazy. Same thing with Homeward Bound. Oh, it's dude, one, come on, one, Roman. Jesus, wait for tuning in Friday night. So Roman rape can. and Homer no. Bound is dead. Well, Cadbury we've nailed A is the, the only company that was smart enough to say, let's just keep you know refining the same commercial. I think that's a really smart marketing plan right there. Save you some cash. we got to get this guy disagree. a sex robot. we got to go <laughs> get, get him out. a sex robot. Bad. That's one of the things I love. <laughs> Do we want to do a things I love uh, before we go to break? Yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's do things I love. Let's do things I love. It's a time for fun, pranks and jokes, of ice cream cones and chocolate sodas. And sex bots. Uh, uh. My flow is Harry. My name is Steve. And everybody says leave when I get here. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't my best, but that was my favorite one. What do you guys love? Because I got something. All right, I got it. You got it? You want to leave us off? Lead us off, baby. Man, I don't know if it's just me. I like to think it's everybody, but I am acutely aware that everything just always works out for me. Steve-O, I, I pulled an all-nighter last night. I know. I was finishing, worried about you. Finishing a project. It was a, it's This project makes my year. I ha- I literally walked in my door this morning at 6.03 from my office, saw my kids, saw Miss, gave them both a kiss, crashed out for an hour. She took the kids to school. I woke up, took a cold shower. That sounded right like a rap. Yeah, you did it. That was better than You did it to the music. <laughs> anyway, I, uh, I love how things work out. I love when you have – here's the thing. I got um, I got encouragement from my from my customer. They saw they saw the project. They were impressed with it. They liked it. And now I don't have to sit all weekend wondering if I bombed this project that I pulled an all nighter on, turned it in on Friday. Usually, you're probably not going to hear anything until Monday. Is this a case of procrastination a bit? A little bit. No, no. Well, it's it is. It's also a, uh, I'm kind. I was a little bit out of my element as far as what I do versus yeah. you know what I was putting together. And then on top of that, just right now is when we start to get really busy. So it was just it was a, a lot of things kind of all coming out at once. And I was like, hey, blinders on. I had this little lo-fi hip-hop uh, YouTube channel that plays like 24 hours. I was started playing that, and then I, I was like, man, i got to grab a bite to eat. Go grab a bite to eat. I come back in at, uh, like, it was 1230. George Norrie's on, coast to coast. And he's on with Paul Stamets. So for, no, he's for not. Two, like two, two and a half no, hours he's not. while I'm working, I'm just listening to Paul Stamets. No. I love, when things come together, I love uh, just buckling down and getting a project done that's just been hanging over you like, a, like an albatross. Oh, that's good. That's good. I got one. It's a real quick one because um, that's kind of the deal with things I yeah, love. Yeah, not, not there. I, I almost took Roman over there. I, I was waiting for it. You shut it down. I you did. didn't even beat I me. I had an internal you clock. You didn't even beat me. I had me. an internal clock going. Um, but I, I love when you ever have, like, your key. Sometimes you fumble with your keys. You ever have your key, you get it out, and it goes just right, right into in the, the lock. Keyhole. Like a swish. That's like, a good one. And either you feel each little, yes, each little tumbler. Like you feel <laughs> yeah. it. The... It's so nice. Even in your car. It's, it's like, like square in a baseball. That's It's the same thing. You feel it all the way through when you get. Oh, good it's call. tactile. It's like a girl that's been around. <laughs> a great tactile. Great one. She, I, guess the, I guess something that goes along kind of with what you are saying. Uh, of course you do. The fact that. Well, I mean, it's like your reaction time. 
if you think about it, it's like oh, yeah. I, I was carrying that egg, that dragon egg that I made here to show y'all. And nice plug, Roman nice Empire. Plug. Roman Empire. <laughs> <laughs> but whenever I, I was walking out of the house, it slid off, and I didn't see it happen. I just felt it, and I just reached my hand out and grabbed oh, it, and it landed right in my hand. I, I was love like, that. How, how do I do things like that? I love that, too. It's that self-awareness. I'm big at, like, if I drop something in the kitchen, I'll settle it with my foot. Yeah. such a good you, you soccer like slow play. it down with your foot. You love, like catch it. I love stalling that's something good. on yes. your foot. Yeah. Yes. That's a great. Such a great feeling. Uh, you pointed to me <laughs> just to tell the radio world. Uh, that was Steve pointing to me. I, I love my weekend routine. I just love this thing. What is your, walk me through your weekend I, routine. I, just, I get up on Saturday. Let's say I didn't drink too much the night before. Okay, but let's be real. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's get real. Let's tell the truth. Let's pretend we're not being real. <laughs> I go to this the is gym. real radio. I go to the gym and I get that good sweat in and I feel great about it. I take a nice cold shower. I clean the house. Do you get naked at the gym? I don't. You don't. Why, why is that the first I thing? I don't know. It's weird. Well, I mean... I shower when I get home. And, you know, I pluck some strings. What? In front of the what? TV. Yeah. I get the acoustic out. Really? I got a violin, but I broke a tuning peg, so I haven't played it in a while. I did. Uh, did I, not know. So, you know, Saturday evenings is a great time for just some string action. I and then uh, Sundays, you know, slow, but it's going along. It's just Sunday's a Sunday for Sunday, anybody. Sunday. And, then, and then you end it with NFL, and I know a lot of people are crapping on the NFL. It's poop. But I love Sunday Night Football. Yeah. Cool. I love the weekend. I used routine. to love Sunday Night Football, too. Why don't you ever call me to jam? You know I play the guitar, but actually I can kind of visualize like our like our guests we're going to have. And I could see me playing like little pop songs like, hey, Seth, here's He's the... playing hardcore. Yeah, and he's like... That might be a good little... Uh, uh, little duo we got. Yeah. <laughs> it might be. It might be. Okay, whatever. Guys, I, listen. I listen to a lot. Oh, no. Oh, no. Is it? I just want to let you know that this yeah. show, this presentation, is brought to you by the Missouri Medical Cannabis Company, MomedCanco.com. If you enter HOSO at checkout, capital H-O, capital S-O, you will get 15% off your entire order site-wide. The testimonials are unbelievable. I've had probably steadily, you know, four to five new people a week telling me how much it's making a difference for them. It's it's truly it's really unreal. I don't feel worthy of even the not praise that's coming our way, but the people who are saying, "Wow, this is right. life. This is life changing." How many times have we heard those words together? A bunch, a bunch. It's awesome, guys. If you have, you know, if you're just interested or maybe you have some curiosities about hemp oil, uh, the finest quality. CBD hemp oil, momedcanco.com. Enter HOSO at checkout. You get 15% off of your entire order. Site. We do have wow. some uh, uh, some things I love from the, uh, oh, from the text line I'm going to read. Um, I love that when your kids uh, know when to ask people to like and, like and subscribe on, uh, on their videos. They They're get brilliant. it. We don't do that. Um, I love proud parents whose kids are wonderful. That's cool. I love Paul Stamets. And his Ooh, vision. I love Paul Stamets. He's going to save the world. I love being really good at my job, and I love when cops pull out in front of you. That's, that's, that's a, good a good one. one. I had a guy bust ace to my back end today, and I'm like, well, I'm getting pulled over. And then he's like, meh, went right around me a cop at oh, SUV. I was that. like, yeah. I had jello legs like a mo. Yeah, that's pulled uh, over the other day. It was not fun. He didn't even like, he just asked me for my ID and then let me go. So this is America? Well, he was White like, privilege. yo, you were speeding. I was like, where was I speeding? And he was like, don't look this and hunt going down the hill. I was like, there's no place you can sit a cop car there and radar. You said but, that to him? No. No, I, I, gave him, I gave him my idea. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, why are you way? so nervous? And he was like, hold your hand up. And I was sitting there and I was shaking. I was like, because I don't ever get pulled over. I don't have money for pay a ticket. I, that's I what I say. Because like, you're going to ruin my life, life sir. Yeah. <laughs> right. You're going to ruin me with a stop sign ticket. And I was like, I'm on my way to a job interview. And he was like, well, why don't you tell that beforehand? We're going to let you guys sit with Roman's sad story. <laughs> hey, I didn't get a ticket. While you sad. listen to our sponsors, on the other side of the break... Are we up against it? We are up against it. On the other side of the break, we're going to talk to Todd Siegel, psychic detective and medium. Check out toddsiegelpsychic.com. This guy's helped solve murders. I'm super excited to talk to him. I'm a skeptic. I, I'm you know what? Right now. I, I can't wait. I can't wait to, to hear... He started out as a skeptic. <clears throat> he did. So let's, let's just uh, let's okay. see what old Todd has to say. Guys, this is Hoosier Sophisticate on WGNU 920 and WGNU920AM.com. Check out HoosierSophisticate.com. We'll see you on the other side. A little something different for the St. Louis radio world. Hoosier Sophisticate with Craig Kohler and Stephen Elgin. Michael Minkin from oh. StopAbductions.com. 
Com. As we believe that the aliens are, are actually invading and taking people with the purpose of taking control of our society. Aliens are, are mixing our DNA with their DNA to make a new race that is now integrating into our society. Who's your sophisticated? Friday from 6 to 8 p.m. on WGNU. Hi, I'm Blake with Missouri Medical Cannabis Company. We provide high-quality hemp oil with CBD. Cannabidiol is changing people's lives every single day. If you're looking for premium-quality CBD, check us out at momedcanco.com. Try out our 250-milligram blended bottles from just 22 bucks, or the 500 milligrams from 40 or even the 1000 from just $49.99. If you don't like the taste of oil, try our capsules. Get 30 60-milligram capsules for only 60 bucks. You need something for your pet? Check out our line of pet products online now at momedcanco.com. And as always, we have free shipping to all 50 states. So go now to momedcanco.com. Financial advice you can understand on the Dave Ramsey Show. What is the definition of a millionaire? Well, the definition of a millionaire is someone with a million dollar, a one million dollar or greater net worth. Net worth is defined as what you own minus what you owe. If you sold everything off, paid all your debts, would there be a million dollars or more in a pile? What you own minus what you owe, your assets minus your liabilities. When that equals a million dollars, you're a millionaire. The Dave Ramsey Show, weekdays at 1 p.m. right here on WGN. Hey Hoosiers, Greg Kohler here. With home buying season heating up, be sure to get a quote from a top agency and provider of the number one home insurer in North America. They offer coverage that's second to none. In fact, if your AC goes out, they offer a new endorsement where you can get a replacement from a local HVAC company. Give them a call, 314-961-4800. If you get a machine and you don't talk to a person, we'll give you one of these fine Hoosier sophisticated tees. Just takes one phone call or apply online at carltoninsurance.net. People do business with James because they like and trust him. Just check him out on Google and Facebook. If your insurance is costing you a leg and an arm, then call James Carlton State Farm. Roof, roof? You know what that sound is. That's Rufus the Roofing Dog from Lifetime Roofing and Renovation. They're former insurance adjusters. They will fly a drone over your house to check to see if you've had any hail damage. Heck, they'll get up there and tell you themselves. They have an office in Webster Groves, and they're looking to help you out. Lifetime Roofing and Renovation, 314-800-0426. Give them a call. Find them online at lifetimestl.com. This is St. Louis Baseball Weekly. You said everything will be all well in a few days. What level of concern should Cardinal fans have regarding your elbow? I mean, if you're concerned whether I make 30 or 31 starts, then be very concerned. If you're concerned whether I'm going to make 30 or 10, then not. St. Louis Baseball Weekly with Brian Stoll. Every Friday at noon, right here on WGNU, 920 a.m. Hey there, sophisticated Hoosiers. Have you been to our website? Visit HoosierSophisticate.com and listen to our uncensored podcast. Share some laughs with us. Send us fan mail so we can feel warm and special. Buy our merchandise so that we can eat. Wear your Hoosier Sophisticate t-shirt at social gatherings and let the women approach you. Wear it around the office and get that big promotion instead of Ted. That's right. Screw Ted. Ted sucks. That's HoosierSophisticate.com. Feel it in your heart and feel it in your soul. Let the music take control. We're going to party, climbing, fiesta, forever. Come on and sing my song. Okay, hey guys, that was Wrong the part of the song. That was the number one song. Oh, I like it. It's still there. That's the number one song from 1983, November 1983, the month I was born. Lionel Richie was killing it. He was. My mom had uh, Lionel Richie dancing on the ceiling. I remember that. Oh yeah. That was like when I was like four. 
All I wanted to hear was dancing. Listen, on the Lionel table. Richie is white woman kryptonite. Oh, pal. for sure. My Believe mom me. does. It was the mustache. That. Make no, make you no think? <laughs> I bet it was more than that. Yeah, um, hey guys, we got uh, we got Todd Siegel or Seagal on the line. How you doing, Todd? Good. How are you doing? How do we uh, how do we pronounce your last name? Uh, Seagal. 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 Told you no, guys. no relation to Steven Seagal. All right, well, darn it. We'll get off the line, then. That's all the questions we had for you were about Steven we were, Seagal. We were going to ask you about martial arts. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, if you catch me without coffee, you know. <laughs> oh, Todd, tell us, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself for our guests, and we'll start rapid-firing the hard questions at you. Okay. Um, basically, I'm the psychic, and I know you've seen a lot of them on TV, and you've seen some in the media, but... I'm a, I'm a psychic that actually specializes in uh, investigation, missing person cases, and then I get general people that call for business, love, health, stuff like that. But my specialty has been to uh, go into investigation. That's something that I've been doing since about 2001. Oh, that's incredible. Wow. Wow, yeah, uh, Todd, my wife is a big believer in the uh, in the realm of possibility of talking to you know spirits. I'm not sure what the correct terminology uh-huh. is, um, but I've always kind of been a skeptic. I've always I, I got I did watch that show, uh, The Long Island Medium, and by God, if I wasn't <laughs> weeping after each episode. But then I researched and I researched cold calling or cold readings and all that cold calling too. Um, but what do you say to the skeptics? Like what? What? Because I'm sure some people are skeptical of what you do. How do you kind of you know tell them to go you know eat fish heads? Um, I'm a total skeptic. In fact, since I've been doing this, I've called probably you know every case, whether it's hundreds or whatever. I'm still a skeptic. <laughs> so I know that sounds hard to believe, but I have absolutely no. Um, no belief system. I just go by what happens, and you know, I get through with the case. And I'm like, "Huh, that was a really good coincidence." And I, I just never believe fully because my background was so um, was so different than these polished uh, sort of mediums. Even though I think they're really good, and a medium. Is a little bit different than a psychic. A psychic, somebody who sees. Um, but mine went a little further and went into remote viewing so I could see physical places, uh, get physical evidence, and it's a really specialized part of being a psychic. And um, yeah, so I'm a skeptic too. I mean, um, I never thought I'd be doing this. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Since you said you're a skeptic, now I'm not, I'm not a skeptic anymore. It's messing <laughs> with my head right now, Todd. You're doing some kind of like insane <laughs> kind of thing to Stephen over here. Uh, no, but really, uh, you said you were a skeptic, obviously, but uh, you said you felt certain abilities as a child. Can you kind of describe how you felt in your younger years? What, what was going on then? Um, I was just odd. You know, which rhymes with Todd. But Me too. I, I, yeah, you're talking to the right guys. Yeah, yeah. You're talking to a family right you now, got a buddy. room full of psychics here, apparently. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you know, what was really weird was I, I did see um, what I thought were ghosts. Me too. I felt certain things about people that were just really um, off about them, but they came true. So... I mean, those are the kind of things that happened to me as a kid, but I paid no attention to it. I was just like a, a typical, typical kid on a skateboard in the road, you know, playing and doing stuff. And this didn't come about until about my 30s. So, um, How old are you now, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, 53. Right on. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it, it's like, um, <clears throat> and the way it works, and I never knew this as a child, but when I would see somebody or if somebody would tell me maybe about a relative, I was starting to see physical things. I was starting to smell things around them. I was starting to see physical structure around them. And I thought everybody could do that. Um, And I think we can all do this, but I think that it's like drawing. It's like if you... You know, a lot of people can draw, but some people can really draw, you know. 
So, so, um, hi, Todd. My name is Roman. Um, I kind of have a question, too. Um, so you said that you can see things or feel things. You kind of know when they're going to happen, or you can feel energy. So say someone walked into a, a bar, you could be like, that person's probably going to start a fight. Um, would that would that would be more of a medium, or would that be empath-type stuff? Or what's the difference? Uh, that's a good question because, um, you know, I, I kind of do all. I, I, you know, I'm a seer, and then I also see people on the other side. Um, an empath is somebody who feels something very emotionally, which I also do. Um, and you can mix the two. Um, a lot of times on missing person cases, what I'll do is I'll target an area, but all of a sudden, possibly somebody from the other side comes to me, like let's say their grandmother or somebody, and helps me with the case. Nice. So it's a really intertwined sort of thing where I get the messages and I kind of use everything I can to kind of bring the evidence forward. And uh, But a medium, a lot of people stick to mediumship just doing that, and a lot of people don't go into what I do because it actually, it's, it's a not polished sort of way of being a psychic, and um, there's a lot of hit and misses, you know. You get a lot of bad news, and a lot of people don't want to face bad yeah. news, you know. Todd, I, uh, this is Craig. One of my uh, favorite Hi, books Craig. of all time is uh, a book called The Holographic Universe. It was written by Michael Talbot, and it was uh, basically positing. It, it was trying to find science behind. It was, it was too coincidental how many people could do this remote viewing or have uh, psychic um, experiences, um, maybe even past life. You know, kids remembering um, how they were murdered in a past mm-hmm. life and leading people to the scene. Um, did, did you ever? I don't know if you're familiar with that book, um, but. Um, um, is there a kind of a community of uh, other remote viewers that you do you share notes with other people in this in this industry per se? I really don't know hardly anybody in the psychic community, and uh, no, I never heard of the book. I think um, you would enjoy it. Yeah, and uh, actually, I think you're intuitive yourself, believe it or not. So it's something Craig? we can talk about. Not Craig. <laughs> He's never at work on time. <laughs> <laughs> Not just with women, but I think with other things. <laughs> he's got it. He's, he's reading your good there. He's in my head. Yeah. Um, can, can you do a reading on everybody here just by talking to us over the phone here? Uh, you know what? I'm under pressure. I'm sitting here on the radio, but I can do my best. Um, and here's something else, too. Uh, you know, am I always successful uh, doing readings? Most of the time I am, but honestly, it depends with who I'm working with. Um, Sounds like know. a radio show. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, the best the best chef in the world can overcook a steak. You know, it's just it's just how yeah. you. Yeah, no, you're right. It's 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 up to the individual. Yeah, so it, a lot of times what I'll do is I'll ask people to ask me very specific questions. Um, because I'm the kind of psychic that doesn't pull a lot of things out of the hat. Um, like, I'm not going to know everything about you, but usually it's specific topics. Or, you know, let's say, oh, my friend just passed. Uh, do you know what happened in this accident? Something like that. So I'm kind of a specific, I'm a proof type of psychic. Sure. So proof type of psychic is like, is somebody where if I'm, finding a missing dog i'll give them the reading first and then they can call me back or write me back and say hey we just found a sighting of that dog on the street um so then we'll go from there so it's kind of like one step of the way proof from here and then follow the lead and keep going um but to do everybody as a reading, oh, boy, that would be kind of hard. There's a lot of you. How many are there in the uh, radio station right now? Now you tell me. us. <laughs> no, there's four. There's four of us. In. Four of us. Five okay. of us on the board. So who's, uh, who's a musician? Because I detect a musician. There's there. a uh, Integrity is just voted um, number one uh, Christian, Christian rap artist, in yeah. St. Louis. Oh, Okay. Well, somebody I feel in Steve's, your Steve's the acoustic jam very, session. Yeah, somebody who's been through a long line of musical uh, 
learning and and kind of hard knocks i feel yeah um i actually grew up in a music home <laughs> and you played a, plays the we violin now um, yeah we we, too, we didn't have a lot of money growing up we didn't have a lot of toys and stuff like that but we had like some cheap instruments we used to uh play with uh-huh yeah i mean um so those are the kind of things that kind of draw me in so i'm picking up people's energy um you know, the other thing that I might pick up is I feel somebody's father could be having some health issues right now, so I'm kind of seeing that as uh, uh, significant to somebody. I haven't talked to my dad in a few days, so that's good. <laughs> I, I'm the my youngest out of four, so my, my dad's definitely having health issues regardless, but... So, all right, stop. I'm just kidding. That's, I mean, how do the feelings come over? Like, is it just because me and my wife, we argue whether she doesn't think you can, like, see and not you in general, just, or, you know, the, the industry can see it like visual, just like, okay, it's right in front of my face. It's more of a feeling and kind of searching through kind of an, an abyss or like a mist, a dreamlike state, maybe. Is it anything like that? Yeah, I mean, um, I work over at the Edgar Casey Center, which is down in cool. Virginia Beach, and he was, you know, one who went into a trance-type state. And, um, yeah, people often catch me in a real trance state, it, but not all the time. I'm usually focused and engaged. Kind of like, you know, a plumber going to work at his job for the day. So when I'm focused and engaged, I'm I'm usually pretty quick with what I do. But there are some people that do it as um, almost a dream-type state, and they're very effective that way. Sometimes the information comes very quick, and then sometimes I have to feel myself, um, let's say if I'm going after a a murder suspect, um, I will put myself in that person's shoes, and it's a really hard thing. But I'll put myself in their mind, and I have to track their footsteps, like where they're going. There's no voice that comes out and says, oh, you know, well, he's down on Fifth Street, uh, you know. So I'm kind of putting myself in their footsteps, which, uh, like your wife says, will be almost a visionary-type state. God, she's right again. Darn it, Todd. Come on. <laughs> Help me out here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you, you, you don't want to tell her you're wrong. Yeah, that's exactly right. You're, you're helping she's me out. So yeah, you're, you're helping me out, Todd. I appreciate it. Todd, let me ask you. Uh, so the law enforcement has, has leaned on you uh, to help solve with some cases. Is that correct? Can you how did, First off, how does that? How do they come to find you? Did you volunteer your services? Did, was there something that happened and you had a feeling and you went down to the station and said, hey, I, I saw that? How, how do you? get hooked up with law enforcement to help them solve potential crime? Well, sometimes they do, and a lot of times they don't. So it really depends which department. I've seen a couple of cases where um, I actually have some uh, clients that that will write to people who are missing, and they'll get in touch with the police department and say, do you want his help? And... Um, you know, four out of five times they're not willing to uh, go that route. And recently it's been people seeking me out because I have, uh, I mean, I have a lot of cases I solved as far as um, maybe not the missing person cases. I can't publish a lot on my website because I've been kind of sworn by people not to put them up. But sure. The other cases like missing dogs, missing cats, and we're all talking about just missing cases. So um, they've reached out, recently they've reached out to me, and um, you know I'm glad to help. And they're pretty quick to drop somebody. I mean, they're like, oh, well, this guy's nuts. But usually I'll give them something that kind of like uh, is like, whoa, you know, how do you know the make of a car, or how did he know? his personality uh, without even, you know, knowing him. So it, it needs to be researched more. I think even national security, stuff like that, we really need to get um, solid psychics to do some of our work. I think it would help. Uh, I think even in um, the military, uh, it could be a really big thing. 
Now, the the cops, law enforcement, they aren't hiring you to find cannabis in people's cars, are they? Because no. i got to watch my back, brother. Um, <laughs> no. Do you meditate or get into any of that? Because, I mean, I swear one time I got into a real deep transcendental meditation, and I felt like I left my body for a minute, and it kind of terrified me. Yeah, and Yeah, a little astral project- projection. Um, anything like that going on in your life? I'm, you know what, I'm not, I, I've never meditated. Um, I know people, people that call me, and you can imagine some of the people that call me, they ask me about certain crystals and stuff, and I don't have a clue. I, I, I'm a horse farmer, so I have horses outside, so my meditation is like cleaning a stall. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you don't, that could be meditative totally. for sure. You yeah. don't find objects help you find someone, like maybe someone who got murdered glasses had, or had glasses or something, yeah, and some hold it and then pick up the energy from it? Yeah, sometimes that does help. Because I, I yeah. kind of believe that depending on what type of things transpired, how much energy is left over, you could possibly pick up on that. That's interesting. Yeah, sometimes I have to go to a location. Um, but, no, they don't, they don't hire me. I've kind of given my time... The only time that I guess they'd reach out and fund me is like if I have to stay over a night somewhere or if it requires a lot of travel time. But usually I just do it kind of, most of the time I can do it in my office. Um, but I am going out next week to a crime scene uh, because I really feel it will help me. It do, is that heavy? Does it weigh on you? Does it affect your health? Like, because I mean, empaths, like Roman was saying, I know that you can, you know, you're picking up people's energy all the time. I'm sure it's similar to picking up people's uh, uh, energies. Is is that going on at all? It's hard. Um, ever since I was younger, I've had anxiety. So um, I'm not a perfect person. I've had a lot of anxieties since I was a kid. It might. <clears throat> help give a clue as to what kind of people do this sort of work. I've had anxiety. I was extremely creative. Um, and it it weighs on me less now. Years ago, it would get to the point where it would make my heart race, and I'd have to go to the doctor because my heart was beating so fast. Um, like a panic <clears throat> now attack? I'm, yeah, yeah. So I'd have those, and a lot of times now I'm able to control it, but um, if I do a lot of readings, like at a function or something for a day, I have to go back home and do absolutely nothing. Yeah, it kind of wears reboot. me out. Yeah. Clear the well, at the, at the risk of draining all your energy, I would be foolish not to ask you this because for the last week and a half... Uh, my gal has lost a very important bag. So if, if anything comes across to you, a black messenger bag, uh, just e- email the show and let me know where Missy set that thing because we've been looking for it for two weeks and her whole life is in that Missy's thing. black bag. Black messenger bag. Missy's really black bag. So her name's Missy? Uh-huh. Missy Bliss. Okay. Well, the first place I'm going is upstairs in the place. So wherever it is, I feel I'm going upstairs. Um... It feels like a room that's either not visited too much. Um, does she live in an apartment? And we live in a pretty small little house out in the country. Okay. Is it one story? Yes, it is. Okay. Any place at work that might have another level? Uh, I mean, we've got a basement. but um, Maybe that means it's in the house, then. <laughs> yeah. She put it I in the attic? The kinda, yeah, I think the kind of stuff I'm looking at, I'm look, looking at a lot of wood. So I'm looking at some cabinetry, like wood cabinets. Check the buffet. I feel, it's, I feel it's close to the floor. Oh, it's where the cat was. Babe, look in the little cab- the bookshelf cabinet where we keep all the workout gear where the cat was. <laughs> dude, if this works, yeah, I'm going to flip out. Awesome, I'm going to flip out. Awesome. She'll look now. She's watching. <laughs> I appreciate um, any help. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, let me know how that goes. I can always email you. For um, sure. But, uh, All right, well, if I, that's I, what we're doing. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna need I lost my mind four years ago. A lot of things. <laughs> uh, I lost my mind. Can you help me find you? But, uh, so there was a, am I correct, in, was there a murder case you kind of helped solve in Springfield, Massachusetts? Um, there was. It, it was actually not with the police, but it was with the family, and they were wow. working with the police. And it was so long ago, I even lost touch with the people, that it, it, was, um, it was one of the first cases that I told them. They called me, and they said, well, you're psychic. You can do this. I said, no, 
<laughs> Don't put that evil on me, there, Bobby. <laughs> I said, I don't do this kind of work. And, you know, one of the big inspirations for me was a friend who was a real psychic detective. He was not a Hollywood celebrity. He was the real deal. And he was somebody who uh, helped me develop some of my gifts early on. And I just said, all right, I'll try it out. And I went from there, and um, pretty much everything turned out uh, accurate. Unfortunately, he wasn't alive, but um, it went into the case of uh, was this guy innocent or was it involved with drugs? It was involved with drugs, I believe. And uh, the family was thankful. They It was ter- a terrible thing, but they had closure. Sure. And um, That's what I feel like most of it's about is closure. Oh, God, yeah. God. But, you know, I used to be a contractor, so um, right there with I, you, was, <laughs> I, I was doing this work, and I was doing contracting, and then all of a sudden this work took over, and um, I used to walk into people's homes when I was a carpenter, like old places, I specialized in old homes, and I used to see, like, some of the history and people that were in that house at one time, and if they were an open customer, they'd be like, Oh, that's really weird. <laughs> <laughs> so I, we're we're kind of uh, we're running up against the hour here. What, I want okay. to uh, let you plug uh, your website and anything that you got going on to our fans. But yeah, you've uh, been amazing. One, one man. final yeah. thought. Yeah, thanks so much for visiting with us. One final thought for the skeptics. What do you say to him? He's a skeptic um, too. That's fine. Uh, yeah. I'm happy to work with skeptics, and you know, the funny thing is I actually get a lot from skeptics um, when I do readings, and I try to turn it around, so I try to take it from their point of view, because I was never like, oh, I want to be a psychic type of person, I just, I, I ended up doing this just because... You know, I, it was just coming to me so much and some of the visions that I had and all that. So I would tell them, um, you know, I'm a matter-of-fact sort of person. So when I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not throwing out all sorts of uh, weird stuff. And, you know, there's good psychics out there, but there's a lot that really put a lot of strange stuff into it. And I would just say... Be open for an hour or however I do the reading. Um, just say it's a possibility, and I tell the police that, too. Um, I say don't go by my words. Just take it with a grain of salt. And, uh, you know, that that usually helps them kind of clear the air. Or I'll crack a really funny joke, and that helps clear the air, too. Um, and uh, anyway, but my... I mean, if you look up my name, Todd Siegel, it's S-E-G-A-L. Uh, it's all over Google. Yeah, you go or to you the can, first one. Yeah, or you can go to toddsiegelpsychic.com. And I got a Facebook page, and I throw around, uh, you know, I'm on there quite a bit. And I, I love to interact with people. So I'm not, like, um, I'm not out doing this for stardom or anything like that. I just like to be... Well, you've been on our show, pal, so yes, get ready for it. It's as big as it gets. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I never, uh, I, I usually don't refuse cases either. I mean, if somebody is missing a dog and they don't have the money, um, you know, I'll work with them on it. And I'll usually know if they're telling me the truth or not. But, um, that had to come and help with uh, being a contractor. Yeah. Todd, one last question. I mean, you've been talking to us for a while. Do these feelings just kind of come to you? Do you have any control over it? Like, what are you, what are you feeling like right now just after talking to the four men in this room? Um, I feel pretty good. You know, I get a good feeling from all of you. I would say reach for your goals. Uh, I feel for you especially. Um, I see you involved with a lot of career things as you go on. I feel you're going to be involved in finance and uh, stuff like that. So keep your time available. And um, I also think you might write a book one day, which will be interesting. That's me. And, um, you know, but I I think if we can go about the psychic world as a very um, 
one step at a time. I think it could really help because I think national security and stuff like that's really important. And I, I hate to see tragedies. And every time I look at one, I'm like, oh, I wish I could help them. You know. Todd, thank you so much for that was awesome. Us, man. Thanks, man. It was, it was really great. great speaking with you. Right. I, I'll get we'll your address, and I will send you the holographic universe. That book's gonna—you're gonna love it. And I, I think it's gonna connect you with some other people that are just like I just write a book you. yourself. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when, when's your book coming out? Thanks again. Oh, my book. I, I can't even. I can't even write a bell. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. All right, Todd. Thanks, buddy. All right. Take care. That wow. was Todd Siegel. He wow. was awesome. Guys. Wow, that was, that that was, was a pretty conversation. Cool. Out of all the media, that pulls all the gems out. He man. does. That man. pulls the gems out. Look at him. He's just smiling over there, like, yeah, I do. <laughs> I, yeah, I do. I would regret to inform you that we are up against it. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Sir, Mr. Sir, uh, Mr. Beauregard. Guys, this first hour is brought to you by James Carlton State Farm. Yeah, it is. Give him a call. 314-961-4800. Everyone call him. Sorry. Go to carltoninsurance.net. He's going to save you some money. He's going to make sure you're sufficiently covered. He's the best in the insurance game. Give him a shout. He makes this whole first hour possible. Guys, we're going to jump to the break. On the other side, we're going to talk to the uh, – who are we talking to on the other side of the break? We are talking to Zach We're talking Holmes. to Zach Holmes from the High Society Supper Club. Ooh, so ooh. stick around with us on Hoosier Fiscate on WGNU 920, WGNU920AM.com, and you can pick up the podcast on HoosierSophisticate.com. See you on the other side.